So Prabhupada is saying here that if there's any person who is averse to Bhagawan and his seva, he doesn't uh, accept Bhagawan or respect him. If he's an atheist, then But if he is uh, and he has uh, many children, family members, but still, so it is that even if one's family member is very close, but if he is an atheist, then he should be renounced. Or else by his association, even your heart will become very hard and you will also become atheistic like him. So even if he is your son, or your relative, whatever he is, you should renounce his association. As life after life, your consciousness will be polluted. And such aversion to Bhagawan will lead to a very dangerous form of atheism, which will make the heart very polluted and crooked. So if we If you don't take shelter of Mahaprabhu's bhaktas and don't accept their siksha, their instructions, then we'll always be imprisoned within this fortress of Maya. And this body will always give us suffering. This body will always give us uh, so much pain and one cannot be, one cannot get any relief from this pain. So therefore, one who is faithful, he should renounce this satsanga. These senses are ours, no, not conducive to the seva. then these senses will also make us derailed from a seva to Bhagavan. So Prabhupada says those who desire education, desire to be educated, they should take shelter of scholars, then they can, by taking shelter of such knowledgeable people, they will also get education, they will get educated. So similarly, one wants to know how to serve Bhagavan. Then he should take shelter of those who have taken shelter of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He take shelter of the devotees. Because without the shelter one cannot hope to achieve anything. Once he takes the shelter of the bhaktas, then one can easily have the association of Sri Bhagavan. So this is the association of the bhaktas and in such association we will get proper guidance. He is Sri Guru. He can take responsibility. And his heart is very soft and full of rasa. And this way by giving shelter to the bhaktas he will make the way clear. He will make one always uh, very inspired to achieve Bhagavan's mercy.
therefore one should take shelter of such a bhakta guru Else, one is not conversant with many kinds of tattvas and if he is a guru he should take his shelter but if he does he is lacking in bhakti then if he is not uh, realized in this bhagavad bhajan bhagavad bhakti then even if he is very qualified in all other things one will not achieve bhagwan's mercy by taking shelter of such a person one will not be established in one's swarup he will not be inclined towards atmanushilan at all times you will always be on this very hard path therefore one should take shelter of this path which is very easy full of rasa this path of bhakti bhakti mark it is not very difficult to follow this path if you go with the bhaktas then even if you have closed your eyes and still we are on this path then immediately we will cross over the sansar samudra prabhuji kahte hain prabhuji say that even if you go to bhagwan's dham but in our heart we have no place for the dham then where is bhagwan reside the place where bhagwan resides is called dham but have we prayed have we made a place for bhagwan in our hearts then where are we then we are in the desert this is dry arid land and dham will not manifest in our hearts so therefore the day that guru kripa will manifest in our hearts then at that time this dham swarup baladev prabhu bhaktas there we have a very nice place very nice singhasan for the bhaktas and that heart will also be a dham swarup and by guru kripa one will not have any bhog darshan you will have bhagavat darshan because the if you have a place for others in your heart then then their qualities their forms then their specialities their stories they will attract you you only see those things you will not perceive bhagwan in his uh, pastimes so therefore every atom in your being should be a place for shri bhagwan and his bhaktas that is bhagavad dham or if you have a place for any other jiva in that place is not a dham very very that place is very it's a very fearsome place very unfit for bhagwan so that heart should not be reserved for others because others reside in that heart then that place will become polluted but we cannot make such people leave our hearts
So therefore, we should pray to the Guru Varga and the Bhaktas that our hearts will always be pure and wholly reserved for Bhagwan and his Bhaktas. By which we can always be absorbed in their darshan and their seva. So Prabhupada is saying, what are anarthas? You cannot see any of these anarthas. Then it is said, when this desire for gratification, one's own enjoyment becomes very strong, that I want this, I want that. Then uh, we are running behind all kinds of enjoyment. Then we cannot render Bhagavad Seva. Then how will we possibly remember Sri Bhagwan? Those who we serve, whom we serve, we will remember them. And if we serve our senses, then you will remember the senses. And the same thoughts will trouble you. So therefore, Bhagavan will not appear in your heart. <coughs> so Prabhupada is saying, <coughs> that Guru has given this order, this instruction, but we cannot follow, we have some weakness, we are not qualified, we don't have adhikar, are not so qualified. Then, Prabhupada is saying, just given this order, this instruction, a Shastra, Shri Guru, and we are under the Ramagatya, then automatically you will be qualified, empowered, and very easily you can follow. And by this Guru Prasad, Guru Kripa, this Bhavad Kripa will also be had. Just uh, try not to transgress that order. Should pray. Try following this path of bhakti. This is our sadhan. Or else, we neglect the path, saying, I cannot follow, then we will be cheated. Well, Prabhupada is saying, try following the orders instructions of our Guru or God, pray to them. This is enough. Because that Shakti will make us advance. So where is Sachidananda Bhagwan? Where does he reside? If Bhagwan is present in one's heart, then Bhagavan is seeing everything. Hmm. 
in Bhagwan is knows everything, is omniscient. So the jiva stays with him. And independently he is if he is uh, disrespecting Prabhu, disobeying him. And he is uh, engaging in the service of others. And this way, his happiness for his, he is having this desire for the happiness of others and his own self. Now, how is it possible? In our hearts, uh, our hearts should only be reserved for Bhagwan. But what do we do? We by force call others into our hearts. We please them by our seva and we wish to be happy. But this is Virup Dharma. This is something opposed to our natural Dharma. Bhagavan is Savior and we are Sevaks. Nature is to serve is Vishaya and we are Ashray. Bhagavan is Savior, he is Vishaya Vastu. And Sri Guru is Mukunda Prista, he is Ashray. He gives shelter. So therefore, there is no one who is as dear as Sri Guru. Because we having left Bhagavan, we wish to bring others into our hearts. So our Prabhupati has become very polluted. Our tendency to serve. So we should cleanse this tendency and offer ourselves as the Lord is to Sri Bhagavan and have this Mamata for him. Others cannot do this. Therefore, Sadhguru is very near and dear to Sri Bhagavan. And by such shelter, one will have Mamata for Vishaya Vastu. Preeti will have this realization about him. So therefore Prabhupada says that Krishna is Vishaya Vajatiya Brahma Vastu and Gurudev is Ashraya Jatiya Brahma Vastu. What is his uh, intention? His intention is that by Shabda Brahma one should reach Parabrahma and have a relationship with Parabrahma. So therefore Guru is also Brahma Vastu. And they are always serving. He is Sehoigra. And therefore he is Mukunda Prashta. So say by taking shelter of Sri Guru, we can achieve our eternal auspiciousness. So what is the meaning of Anushilam? There is the Bhakti Marg and the Abhakti Marg. The path of Bhakti and the path of non-devotion. So that path where Bhagavad Gyan is spoken, Bhagavad Seva, that path which is not uh, 
which doesn't follow the path of bhakti is the abhakti mark and the other path which is always engaged in the cultivation of vidya bhakti there is always the effort to engage in bhakti and that is the path of devotion so the jeeva tries following this path then bhakti will arise in the jeeva's heart the time will be known as a bhakta because if jeeva tries to do even little for krishna's happiness that is called bhakti in bhakti there is no other desire other than the happiness of krishna so one tries to please bhagwan at that time except for the happiness of krishna one will have no other mood or mentality no other mood can disturb him because bhagwat seva is samasya shakti say as soon as one starts bhakti one will have faith shraddha one will have firm faith as loki ki as parmarthi ki shraddha if you want to obtain the things of this world then there is this faith which is very soft very weak this is loki ki shraddha but but by being in sadhu sangha and listening to the shastras anyone has faith in the shastras and then even one doesn't have this bhagavat sambandha but the words that he has faith the words of the sadhu that i'll have to follow this So with firm faith, he tries following, then slowly and gradually he'll have this detachment from Vishay and Bhagavad Gyan will arise in his heart. And Dharmartha Kama Moksha will all run away, one will not be selfish anymore. one will have this mamata for the bhaktas and one will follow the limbs of bhakti in their association and that time he will not listen to anyone else he will not pay heed to what they have to say so Prabhupada is saying if you want to achieve bhakti in the easiest way is Take shelter of Sadhguru. Being in the ashtray of the bhaktas, if you engage in this pure Shavankitan, Bhavad Katha, then the fruit is very nice. The result. At the time one will have this adhikar for Shuddha Seva. But if one is not Sharnagat, doesn't take shelter, then even if he does Shavan Kirtan Smaran in a general way, it will only result in the attainment of Sukriti, but not Bhakti. For Bhakti, he'll have to be surrendered. And then he'll get some things of this world, that'll only, that'll only be the result.
but you will not get the shuddha bhakti seva adhikar therefore if this bahut kripa is had then one will achieve the association of sadguru and then first of all you accept diksha krishna diksha but even by accepting diksha by mantra it will not give much benefit because just by going to school enrolling in the school one becomes a student but he is only learning the alphabets then gradually he needs to educate it further and when he accepts his diksha and when he is admitted in the spiritual school then he'll have to accept shiksha then slowly gradually this diksha will become strengthened this process and then we'll have this samanda the mantra devata and then one will have these interactions with him or else one will take mantra he'll take mala but if he has no realization then he hasn't learned anything proper way how to do sadhan how to have this relationship with Shri Bhagavan if he doesn't know then at that time he tries but he tries very hard he says alright I have heard now I will try following but he cannot follow he tries he follows for some days and then he leaves everything aside because now what is the meaning of Siksha meaning of Siksha means is as in your Bhagavan's Kripa you will have Bhakta's Kripa then by the mercy of the Bhakta whatever the mercy they give through that mercy their Shakti is transmitted or else how will one be empowered one is chanting the mantras he is doing sadhan one is doing atiyo he is doing this he is doing that but but who will empower who will give the Shakti therefore that all the Shastras present the Dham is present but who will teach one the meaning of instructing one is that while giving these instructions their love their mercy their affection and all the good qualities they are also transmitted through those instructions and by such shakti and can follow this path of Bhagavad Bhakti then it will be very relishable no longer be very strenuous so by engaging one will find great happiness in following this path of Bhakti he will have Mamata he will find very easy therefore it has been said Shruti's
Then when he's going to listen to clock, when they say when he has when he listens, when he'll have this kripa. Then his heart starts becoming pure. And then this Bhagavad Darshan is very easily had. If one doesn't listen, doesn't have this mercy, then what will be the use? From those whom we listen to, whom we accept, then whatever tendencies they have in their hearts, their mentalities, they will also enter our hearts. They will take us on the same path that they are following. The people of this world, they give many, they give many instructions, siksha. Everyone's ready to give instructions, directions. But do those instructions and directions correspond to their behavior? Because according to the instructions and directions we receive, then that person who is speaking those instructions, his Shakti will also enter your heart. Then. Therefore, Sridhar Swami says, the Bhaktas must keep Bhagavan in their heart, have this Samanda with him, inclined for his Seva, or is meditating on him. We are listening from them, then doing Kirtan, by listening to that Kirtan, by listening to their instructions and one does Kirtan of those instructions, then they empower him, transmute Shakti to him, then he automatically remembers Bhagavan in his Dhyan. At that time, even in his uh, dreams, even goes all the mundane things of this world, or Gandharvas, Kinaras, no one will enter his dream. Even his dreams will be very pure. Because now his path has been, now his path is wide open. It has become very clean, pure. So if one wants to do Krishna Vajan, then one will have to take shelter of Srimati Radharani. Without her, there is no one as dear as she is to Shri Bhagavan. Therefore, taking shelter of Srimati Radhika is most necessary. By her Shaman Kirtan, Krishna automatically appears in the heart. Krishna is Madan Mohan himself. And his Sarup Shakti, she is Bhuvan Mohan Mohini. She is Purna Chandra Sarupini. She is the foremost of Krishna's beloveds, Srimadhi Radharani. Therefore, there is the Seva Tattva and the Seva Tattva. 
understand these tattvas Bhagavan himself he sends his dear devotees to this world by which they can realize his beauty, his ashwarya, his opulence, his qualities, his form, his leelas and by doing kirtan of all these attributes of his they will make the hearts of all the jivas pure and then make Bhagavan's dham manifest in such a place. And they say Bhagavan's sweetness of his name from qualities, past times, they will all appear there. So Bhagavan has any sevak. Then the Shakti that he has. And by engaging in this sadhan, Shakti will be distributed. Then this tendency to engage in sadhan and this mercy that is had by sadhan, who will give such mercy? So that the servants of Prabhu, then the Shakti is stored with them. They have this mamata. Here when you say, of, uh, when you speak of a Britya, don't think of a Britya as a slave. He is a sevak, dear sevak, not a slave. Bhagavan himself looks after him. So much love and affection. Because they have sacrificed themselves in his seva. And Bhagavan, he reciprocates with them. And he, in all ways, he looks after them. Even the son is not as dear to him. As much as how much his sevak is dear to him. His sevak is especially loved by him. So who is the Sevak? He is always chanting Bhagavan's Naam. His Rupan Leela is preaching about this to others. He is always absorbed in his Seva. Makes others engage in such Seva. Engages others in such Seva. So he is more dear to Bhagavan than his own son. After Bhagavan's Sevaka, he belongs to this Achyut Gotra. Why? Because he is infallible. Now falls down. He never leaves Prabhu and doesn't become the servant of others, slave of others. He is Bhagavad Premi. And he is at all times. He, he engages everyone in Bhagavan Seva. Makes them very happy. So one side there is Bhushakti, Vishnu Priyadi, Leela Shakti. Is Vishnu Priyadevi. So three potencies here. Shri, Bhu, Lila. They are always present with Bhagavan by his side. But by Dasarasa, 
gradually being free of these anarthas they will offer themselves in Bhagavan's worship become qualified then the words of the Shastra Sadhguru will be realized in his heart and he will be inspired to follow them also in his life then he understands who are Bhagavan's near and dear ones what is Bhagavad Upasana because one attains the human form of life but very rarely attained because there is no guarantee one will have a human form of life in his next life as well because according to one's own karma he may have to take birth in any of the 8.4 million species of life because out of these 8.4 million species 4 lakh well, they are the human species and the other 8 million species of lives are bogunis is there either suffering or enjoying the fruits of karma they don't have this uh, power to do sadhana but the human being he can do so many bogies and tyagis there is no guarantee in the next life one will again achieve a human body according to his karma and even life is very temporary uniform life is very temporary but still can give the highest benefit as long as we are in the body we should try for this Paramartha Artha will not give anything but Paramartha will always accompany us spiritual merit but wealth will not be always with you they'll all it'll be left behind if you're born brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra brahmana brahmachari whatever you are regardless of whichever or ashram you are in it is of no use if you cannot engage in this paramartha can cultivate krishna bhakti then everything is useless you say you cannot collect also something you give to others if it's not written in your destiny then what can you do so these things they will not yield any auspiciousness some of you saying why are you so falsely proud never forget that you are Bhagavan's Das Anudas that why should one chant Bhagavan's names because the names of so many jivas we have collected all their names their forms in our hearts day and night we are only remembering all these different people living entities but we have not chanted Bhagavan's name or remembering it. this we cannot do but we are surrendered to so many different jivas and we rather chant their names day and night we are only thinking about them but do, we do, but do we do the same thing for Sri Bhagwan? See, along with wearing this Kuntimala around your neck, you also wear the, you also remember the love and affection that others have given to you. So this is only Abhiman. An intelligent person leaves such Abhiman behind. 
false pride. And then he's always absorbed in his portion, a servant to Sri Prabhu. This way, he is happy and protected in this world. And even he is always present in Bhagavan Samanda, in association. And in the future also, he will continue to be in his association. So there is no need to be hopeless. Just as he is known, direct association with Sri Bhagavan, similarly in the future also, it will be the same. Because all responsibility is in his hands. We are only his das, das. He will look after us. So it is our duty that we always remember Prabhu's names. Or else, if we become averse, then why the will crush us? Therefore, leaving aside this Sankar, one should surrender Shri Bhagavan, his lotus feet, and practice chanting his names, remember his names. If you remember the way he is remembering, then in your Sarupamimam will arise means your soul will gradually awaken. Because we have forgotten our real selves, our souls, the real me. And this is the only thing I am very qualified, I am very clever, I am foolish, or I am healthy, I am unhealthy. I'm strong or I'm weak. There's so many different conceptions. So by this, one will not have any rati towards Bhagavan's Lord's feet. And their prayers will not enter Bhagavan's ears. They will not reach Him. Because the heart has become so polluted and impure. Then, he cannot remember Sri Bhagavan. He doesn't have this ability. He has not tried any anyway. He doesn't have this habit. He is not habituated. So when you remember Sri Bhagavan, he is always sad. Miserable and only remembering the things of this world. But no one can help him. Bhagavan is Nitya Chaitanya Vastu, and the Jiva is part and parcel. He also has this consciousness to a small degree, but Bhagavan has it to in an inconceivable way. Well, the Jivas are his Vibhinanshatattva, his part and parcels. So, by going to the Bhaktas, the Bhaktas will gradually. Will gradually elevate one by their sneha, kata, kirtan, kripa. And then he makes them nitya mukta. And then he makes them this adhikari. So, therefore, in this human form of life, this opportunity is available. It is one's last breath. In before leaving the body, if you leave Bhagavan, if you remember Bhagavan, engage in Bhagavad Bhajan, then we will not be ruined or destroyed. Or else, there are many who are so called relatives, Bandhu Parijans, they are all Patikul. 
they will not let you do Bhagavad Swaran, Bhagavad Kirtan. By serving them, flattering them, so you are trying so much. We should not waste your time on such things. Prize this time, or else the result will be that we will have to suffer the fruits of our own karma. No one else will suffer or enjoy them except our own selves. And when they come near us, fruits of karma, then we will have to enjoy these fruits or suffer from them. Therefore, Prabhupada is saying, all your education, your scholarship will not save you. Your strength, only Prabhu and His Seva will save us, protect us. Therefore, Prabhupada is saying, those who are Hari Parayan, they never fall in the cycle of birth and death. There's no need. Because they are Krishna Sevaks, they have no mundane pride. Prakrita Bhiman. They never have any conception of having this uh, position as Sri Guru. They do not neglect anyone, hate anyone. They know that the Jivas have many faults, many bad qualities. They're very ignorant, they're very proud. But still they're never controlled by such wicked qualities. In fact, like just as a mother has this natural love for her children, she bathes them and she applies oil on them and then she dresses them very nicely, very nice cloth and then decorates them. And she, she keeps them near her, a child. So similarly, Sadhu, Sadguru, he and seeing how the conditioned souls are conditioned, they will not hate anyone. Even if they are atheists, agnostics, they will not hate anyone. But rather by their, by their snare, they will very mercifully change them, reform them and make them advance on this path of bhakti. So the jiva becomes free from certain anarthas, then he will realize Sadhu's Kripa. His Seva is Mariyada. Before this, he thinks, oh, he's flattering me. Why? Because without me, he can't do anything. Who will look after him? Who will feed him? Therefore, I'm doing everything myself. But sadhus are not dependent on anyone. Because they're Bhagavan Sevaks, his Nitya Priyajans. So they don't need anything of this material world. But still those are the ordinary people. They think that we'll have to make them make their lives successful. But a sadhu, he doesn't pay attention to any of these things because he has no false pride. He is always 
striving for everyone's kalyan. He's always saying, how can they have Zatma Gyan, Paramatma Gyan? How can they leave this hypocrisy and deceit behind? How can their, how can their hearts be pure? They are always attentive in this regard. Therefore, it is not so easy to engage in Hari Bhajan. Therefore, Guru is not, he will not just listen to everything that his disciple has to say, no. Guru will not just follow everything that his disciple does. No, this is not the identification of Sadhguru. He makes the disciple follow his instructions, not that he follows his instructions. Say Sadhguru, he will. For his ashrit, dependence, he will not find or point their faults out. He will not make an announcement of, of those faults. Rather, he makes them free of this pollution and makes them realize that this is fault. There's a fault committed on that side. Or he'll just be beating the drum and saying, it will not do. If he has not realized, if he has not understood, and he will never change. In fact, he will even become opposed. And this way, he will destroy his life. See, sometimes one becomes very hopeless, he doesn't understand anything. And what does he do? He himself has caused this situation of his. Therefore, Sadhguru will never uh, uh, find faults with others, criticize, or start pointing out their faults, or start speaking to everyone about their faults. Start preaching about it. No. By giving shelter to the Bhakta and by praying to Sri Bhagavan, one will think about how to help these fallen souls, bring them on the path of bhakti. As long as he doesn't bring them on the path of bhakti, he will never stop. This is the Sarup of Diksha, the Samanda Gyan, this is the Vigyan. Only Mantrupadesh is not Diksha, as long as Divyagyan is not had. And until then, the process of Diksha has not been completed. Not that only one day they accept Mala Mantra Puttilakan and then they achieve perfection in one day, no. They have to gradually follow the process, beginning from Shraddha, Adhirati, Jishti. In this way, you may have even read so many books and uh, he's accepted this path. But this is not Guru Kripa. Guru, Guru, he will decide. Doctor will see what kind of medicine should be given. He'll carry out the diagnosis. He'll say, no, give me this medicine, this vitamin. I'll become very happy. Because if, I'm, if I have fever, then what will minerals do? Just give me some injection. So will the doctor listen to such a patient? No. Similarly, Sadhguru, he will not just accept anything that his disciples have to say and then become their followers, no. He will always maintain his throne. It may be that those who are very greedy, those who are greedy gurus are very 
they may do such thing like this cheat other people they can do anything else but this is not the vichar of sadguru sadguru he gives us the vigyan makes one realize everything in his heart then is always trying to make one advance on this path of satmark his sadhana is only for the benefit of others anyone who comes in front of him near him and if he genuinely prays then he is always trying for the auspiciousness and if one doesn't come he's far if he is remembering him if he's praying then guru is antaryam he understands everything then he is also striving to please his guru always thinking about his own atmakalyan as well the jiva came to sansar so much of the trying to be happy how much of the decide that this serves my duty but those who come to this world they try in so many ways but not everyone's desires are fulfilled why Because Prabhu is our eternal beloved, Nitya Priyatam. He is our everything. I'm gone far away from him. How can we be happy? If we return and remember Prabhu, take shelter of his Lord's feet, follow his instructions, then the path of happiness will automatically be open, wide open. This is Nitya Dharma. And Shanti will be had. So tomorrow is Ekadashi. So tomorrow we'll listen about the Mahima, Glories of Ekadashi. Hari Hari Go.